If you have plot bunnies coming out of your plot holes, it's time for a writing break. Well, howdy, writers. In this writing break, we're discussing Simon & Schuster's prediction for book sales in 2022, the end of Pitch Wars, and Brandon Sanderson's mega-success with Kickstarter. I'm also answering some listener questions. The bookstore we're visiting today has a cafe, so let's head there first to discuss some publishing news. Today we are at Tumbleweed Bookstore and Cafe in Gardiner, Montana. The town of Gardiner serves as the main entrance to Yellowstone National Park. At Tumbleweed you can find a book to help plan your trip into Yellowstone or a book to keep you company on the old dusty trail. Serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner, the cafe claims to have the best breakfast burrito in town, which I would love to try. Let's place our order and grab an outdoor table before getting into the news. Simon & Schuster sales neared $1 billion in 2021. And CEO Jonathan Karp expects 2022 to be a strong year as well. Karp says he is noticing a, quote, broader trend in the marketplace toward escapism and towards popular fiction. People really want to read it right now, end quote. AMC Networks is getting into publishing with the all-new AMC Networks Publishing which will release fan-friendly books, comics, and original graphic novels. Working titles include Shudder's Creepshow from Script to Scream and Miss Fisher's First Mysteries. After 10 years, Pitch Wars is coming to an end. The nonprofit mentoring program paired writers with editors or other publishing industry professionals who served as mentors on a volunteer basis. They also ran the hashtag PitMad contest. Other such mentoring programs have cropped up over time, but most are not free. And now for an author-reader win. Science fiction and epic fantasy author Brandon Sanderson launched a Kickstarter to sell four novels he wrote during the pandemic. The books will be released in 2023, and some pledge levels include swag boxes. Launched with the goal of $1 million, the Kickstarter was nearing $30 million at the time of this recording. Despite the rising cost of, well, everything, and the time-consuming process of overseeing a Kickstarter, 
Sanderson has committed himself to sharing his art directly with his readers, and I think it's terrific that his audience is supporting him. Links to these articles can be found in the show notes of this episode and on writingbreak.com. I think it's time to take a stroll among the books and check out an independent author. Today, we're taking a gander at Montana-based author John Clayton. In addition to well-researched nonfiction books, Clayton writes articles and essays about sustainability and Montana history. Audiobooks for two of his books are available for free with an Audible membership. One is Natural Rivals, John Muir, Gifford Pinchot, and the Creation of America's Public Lands. And the other is Wonderlandscape, Yellowstone National Park, and the Evolution of an American Cultural Icon. Having read those two already, today I'll be picking up The Cowboy Girl, The Life of Caroline Lockhart. She was a writer and rancher who lived from 1871 to 1962, and from the book's description, she sounds fascinating. Let's head to the register and then take a hike into Yellowstone, where we can use a riverbed as today's overthinking couch. overthinking about pseudonyms, aka pen names. If you use a pen name or plan to use a pen name when you publish, then you have your reasons for that, and I concur. But what if a writer is on the fence about whether or not to use a pseudonym? Is there a good reason to use one if you don't need to hide your books from your family or what have you? Some might argue that using your own name for everything you do in life is a matter of branding. And we know that branding is ruling the century so far. In today's day and age, oof, I hate saying that. These days, privacy is not easy to protect, and a pen name might offer a sense of freedom that helps your writing flourish. A pen name does not have to be about anonymity. It can be about an alter ego that helps you tap into your imagination. I have ghostwritten for others and used a pen name before, Still, I'm never sure what to say to an author when they ask me if they should use a pseudonym. But boy, do I think about it. What about you? What would you tell someone who asks if they should use a pen name? Before I answer a couple of listener questions, let's stretch our legs a bit and find a spot where we can watch the sun set.
I mentioned the paper shortage in a couple of episodes, and a few of you let me know that you didn't know there was a paper shortage. Before I get accused of starting a paper hoarding movement, let's leaf through the paper shortage facts. Yes, the pandemic, the supply chain, and inflation are playing a role in this, and in most things. But the paper shortage, especially the book paper shortage, is due to a couple of unique things. First, there is a shortage in wood pulp, the yummiest of all pulps. One of the major reasons for the wood pulp shortage is an environmental initiative in China that led to the closing of 279 pulp and paper mills. Additionally, online shopping increased in 2020 due to lockdown orders, so paper factories began making more cardboard for shipping boxes. But in order to do that, they had to stop using wood pulp for book-grade paper so that they could use it for cardboard. That's the root of it, readers. Another listener wanted more clarification about my advice to create an ideal reader in your mind and to focus on them while you write. Their email came with several question marks at the end of each question, so let me start by saying that is not necessary. As an editor, I am familiar with all punctuation marks and their purposes. One question mark at the end of a question has always sufficed and shall always suffice. In essence, the imagined ideal reader that you are writing for could be a person that you know, it could be you at a younger or older age, it could be a few different people intermingling as one reader. How detailed you want to get about this is up to you. You can give the ideal reader a name, a backstory, a chiseled jawline, or it could be an amoeba-like shape-shifting apparition. Whatever works for you. All right, break's over. Until next week, believe me when I say that you deserved this break. If you would like us to visit your favorite independent bookstore, feature your favorite independent author, even if it's you, or discuss something you're overthinking about, please email me at podcast at writingbreak.com. Thank you for making space in your mind for the muse today. Writing Break is hosted by America's editor and produced by Alon Media, with technical direction by Gus Aviles. Visit us at writingbreak.com or contact us at podcast at writingbreak.com.